Hi, Gauri here. We've collected the best insights from the first 20 Knowledge Base Ninjas episodes into a clear and concise ebook. Simply send a blank email to ninja at bcast.email. That's ninja at bcast.email and it will be sent right back to you. Thank you. Welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Where Gauri Ramkumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self-service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good day everyone. Our guest today is Jack Mulisani, Content Strategy President, ProSpring Technical Staffing. So welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast, Jack. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. So I think we should just get started. Uh Jack, please introduce a little bit more about yourself and uh, uh how are you involved in documentation and most importantly, how did you get initially into documentation, please? I started my career as a project officer in the United States uh, Air Force Space Division. Um my degree is in computer engineering. When I got out of the Air Force, I landed a job as a sales engineer. And when I got laid off in the recession of the mid-90s, I couldn't find work as an engineer, but I could find work as a contract technical writer because I've always done writing as part of my previous jobs and I was good at it. And since my degree was in computer engineering, I was able to write API application program interface documentation. Mm-hmm. And eventually I started my own technical writing company. Fantastic, fantastic. So, so what's your documentation process at ProSpring uh, Technical uh, Staffing and who do you normally get involved in a jack? All right. Well, that's kind of a two-edged sword. I actually own two companies. Mm-hmm. In addition to my staffing company that specializes in content professionals like tech writers, I also produce the LavaCon conference on content strategy. And it's really on the LavaCon side that we've been doing more knowledge management and uh data curation. Um so I'm going to talk about that for just a moment. We This is our 18th annual conference and we've been recording all of our conference presentations for a good 5 to 8 years now. And I was thinking we have all this great content and it's just sitting there in an electronic folder not doing anything. So one of the things we did is start going, well let's make this content inf- available to the public. Also, I realized just from a content customer journey mapping flow that Have you heard the expression the cobbler's son has no shoes? Well, we're a content strategy com- com- conference, but we didn't have we didn't document our own content strategy. So, part of our journey moving forward was just doing a content inventory, going what types of content do we have? Where is it stored? When is it retired? And when do we publish it? And that's kind of we're in the middle of that process right now. Okay. super uh, okay so what are the important factors you consider when creating any documentation jack ah uh, it's the first rule of technical writing know thy audience mm-hmm. um 
what's interesting is we actually, as a conference, have multiple audiences. And one of the things we had to do is define our personas. Who consumes our content? At the beginning end of the life cycle, um, I, as a conference producer, have to send out a request for proposal. So my audience are hotels and convention centers. Then we have to send out a call for speakers. And our audience is potential speakers. And a subset of that is potential keynote speakers. And then our third audience is potential attendees. And I guess we actually have a fourth audience, people who have attended the conference who then want to go back and watch the recordings and view the slides. All right. All right. Great. Uh, so um, have you seen a convergence between documentation and marketing content in recent years? Absolutely. In the olden days, which was what, 12 months ago, um, marketing had their content. Tech support had their content. Training had their content. And they were all in different silos. And everyone had different databases and different ways of doing things. And over the past you know, 18 months, companies are starting to realize that customers are seeking out consumer documentation before they buy the product, right? Um, mm -hmm. How easy it to use? How easy it, is it to install? So they started bringing documentation under the marketing arm because they wanted to speak with one voice, right? Yep. The second thing I see about the convergence of marketing and tech com is you used to go to a website tech support page and say, I have a camera and I, or a phone and I need to replace the battery. I'd go to their website, look up how to replace my battery. Well, now right next to that tech support content in the same window, they're saying, hi, well, here's a coupon to buy a brand new XYZ. Mm -hmm. so they're just playing marketing content and technical content on the same page side by side and using it as an opportunity to up quote upsell the customer to a new product. True. Yeah. That's very true, Jack. So, uh, so have you seen any kind of reduction in your workload since introducing quality documentation? I'm sure you might have seen um, some. Uh, I'm also curious to know uh, how did you measure it or how do you know that there's been a reduction in your workload? It's funny when you say reduction. Um, I actually find it takes more time to write something short and well than to just type, 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 type something and get it out there. So while we're producing fewer documents than we did before, they're of higher quality. So I've also discovered that I am incapable of proofreading my own work because <laughs> I know mm -hmm. what I think it should say. Mm -hmm. And I finally said, okay, we have to implement a, a quality control process here because I can't tell you how many times on the marketing end, for example, that I'd send out an email with a typo in it. Oh, I forgot to mention such and such. So yeah, we actually, there is a reduction in the amount of content we're producing, but it's taking about the same amount of time because we're doing it better. All right. Yeah, that's that's good. I mean, some people, they have um, mentioned that, okay, um, let's say if it's a product company or a software company, the number of support calls to their call centers has dramatically reduced since we introduced the quality documentation. Correct. I am um, a firm believer that 
product doc- documentation is part of the user experience mm-hmm. and it's part of the product. You can't ship something if you don't know how to use it. So for a long time, companies looked at documentation almost as an afterthought. Oh yeah, we're shipping next week. We should probably write a manual. No, there is a huge growth in an area that's called UX writing, user experience writing, mm-hmm. where from the very beginning, you've got a content strategist on the development team at the same level as the engineering manager or director, where we're, we're providing a unified content experience. Uh, and that's from before sales, during sales, using the product, supporting the product. We are involved in all phases. And that it wasn't always like that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, are Prospring technical staffing currently generating any organic search traffic from your knowledge base? Yes. I, I Jack, do a lot of public speaking. Um, and most of my presentations are on our website and uh, prospringstaffing.com. And especially for a technical audience, um, my two most popular sessions that I've given are the top 10 mistakes professionals make when looking for work and resume secrets that might surprise you. And we give that content away for free. It's not behind a paywall. And that's what brings a lot of people to our site. Yeah. Uh huh. Super. That's great. So that was my next uh, question to see if at all you generate any search traffic. Have you seen any particular uh, content bringing more traffic? And thank you for sharing that uh, information, uh, Jack. That's great. So before we move on to the rapid fire round, is there anything else you would like to add to to your to the audience? Yeah. Um, as far as content is concerned. It used to be very, I'm not going to say easy, but I'll say easy to have our search results or our websites, um, SEO, search engine optimization, where we'd always uh, appear in the first few listings. And Google and others have recently changed their algorithms where they're not just showing the top five websites. They're showing a website and a blog and a Twitter post and maybe a... um, video link. So now it's not enough just to be SEO on one channel. You have to monitor your SEO on all publishing channels. So it's created quite a challenge. That's true. So you've got to be um, popular in all the platforms. (laughs) Now, and add insult to injury, if that expression holds, you now have voice activated searches. Mm-hmm. Where now, when you ask Google or Siri, how do I do blank? It reads you back the one most popular site answer. So it's not even close enough to be number two now. Now you have to be number one in everything. But <laughs> this is not a, a podcast about SEO. Mm-hmm. So it's about content. So we'll just leave that up there and we'll go on. All right. <laughs> Super. So let's go on to our rapid fire round. Uh, who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career? Two people, uh, three people, I would say. One, um, Christina Halverson wrote the book on content strategy for the web. Um, And then Karen McGrain wrote content strategy for mobile. Um, Highly, highly recommend those books. Um, 
then I have the fortune of producing a conference on technical communication. So I've learned from so many of my speakers. Um, Mar Margo Merrill Fernandez is the head of content strategy at Facebook for Business. And she shared a case study where although her job and her team, their job is to create instructions for how companies can advertise their business on Facebook. But that's not her purpose. Her purpose is to help her customers help their customers. And I had this realization that, oh my gosh, I've been doing the same thing. I've been, why would, why would someone come to my conference? I used to say, LavaCon, content strategy, uh, content management, and user experience, because that's what we talked about. But why? And I finally realized what we're about, what all companies are about, is enhance your skills, find your tribe, make a difference. How can you make a difference to your customers? It's not about documenting what's a product. It's about helping people, excuse me, <clears throat> it's about helping people use your product to do what they need to do. And it really shifts my focus. It really shifted my focus on how can I help people, not how can I document this thing? Mm-hmm. Super. Uh, so what is that one piece of documentation-related advice you would give to your 20-year-old self? To quote my friend Bonnie Graham, you are writing for short attention span theater. Short. Um, as a recruiter, I help people with their resumes, and there's just so much information out there. It's impossible to read it all. It just is. So people are starting to skim, just show me the headlines, show me a bulleted list, um, take what used to be a paragraph and what we call micro content, give it to me in just a few words, summarize. And I definitely see a trend in micro content. So say the same thing, fewer words. Okay, that's great, Jack. So I think um, it was a very uh, short but very informative session we had today. So before we sign off uh, from this podcast, any last uh, a few tips or tricks you would like to share with the audience? Sure. It's more of an attitude than a tip is to stay positive. Um, there's a... I don't know if anybody has been watching the show oh, Westworld, but on the closing scene, the main character Dolores looks at the world and goes, well, there's misery, but there's also beauty. I choose to see the beauty in life. And it's the same thing. Things may be challenging, but you could also stay upbeat and say, mm -hmm. right. Um, so when you shape your career, or finding your next job if you're between gigs right now, just know that if you stay positive and um, be proactive, you'll come out this the, the other end just fine. But it starts with that positive attitude. So stay positive, it'll get you far. Fantastic, Jack. I think it's a timely, uh, um, what to say, um, a piece of information you have shared with us today. Uh, um, the thing that everybody must have and must do uh, to, to overcome what we are facing right now. And I really appreciate the time you've taken with us today and uh, have a good day. 
Thank you, you as well, and thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.